man I want the whole world to know. <laughs> like, guys, don't be confused. That man, he didn't even, I didn't even get to write a resignation letter. I didn't even say I would like to formally with immediate effect. They didn't even give me a letter that, hey, you're not coming back. I didn't get my UIF, my pension, my grant. I, just, I got nothing. Everybody, my name is Nozibele Kamgana Mayaba. Welcome to Don't Hold Back. This is where we say it loud. We have an amazing show coming up for you. So listen, when I started my journey, I never actually like consider myself as a content creator because back then it was all about beauty. And listen, I I can barely like draw an eyebrow straight. Um, but as I grew in my journey, um, particularly when it comes to YouTube and meeting other content creators, I actually started realizing this is a full-time job for many people and I've had conversations where you know where does it start where does it end can I do this full-time like others and I want to dwell on this conversation with a, an amazing and special friend of mine she is an Instagram drama queen okay she is a vlogger she has two shows oh. okay oh. <laughs> can I finish my, my introduction without being interrupted <laughs> Okay. okay. Please. She has two TV shows. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Naledi Malela. Hi, how are how you? How are you? I'm doing really, really well. I'm really excited to be here I'm on so your show. I'm so happy to like you here. Honestly, when I heard Don't Hold Back with Nozi, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Listen, no, no. we're not holding back, okay? No, we're not we, holding we, back. We're going to dive into the topic um, right. for today. But then there's a segment on the show where I ask my guests to bring in a snack. Okay. You know? So I'm very interested. What did you bring? So these are salami sticks. I've never okay. had salami sticks. This is going to be my first time. Really? Yes. That's good. They're delicious. I, I'm quite You've been scared. missing out. Uh, okay. I hope they're nice. Mara, you eat biltong, but you haven't tried uh, salami sticks. They're tiny biltong. I really like biltong. They are nicer, in my opinion. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> listen, we are both content creators. The mm-hmm. only difference is that I do it as a part-time. So I have a full-time nine-to-five. Right. And I do content creation on my spare time. You, on the other hand, you do content creation full-time. Full-time. Where did it start for you? Ooh, this one is a bit interesting because I used to watch a lot of content in high school shortly after my mom died because I had to transition and I moved Mm. in with my dad. So I didn't have friends in Alberton, the slums. Right? (laughs) So I didn't have friends that side and I would watch a lot of content and I just became really obsessed with watching makeup um, YouTubers. Okay. But then the only problem was I couldn't relate because a lot of the products were American. So your Elf Beauties, your NARS makeup, your this. And I'm like, I'm not going to find this at Diskim and Clicks, Mm -hmm. right? So my sister and I one day decided in November that the best thing to do would be to start our own sister YouTube channel. Okay. And that's how Beauty Corner SA came about. Okay. And then over the years, I realized that as much as I love beauty, it's not who I am, mm. which is why in essence I came here today makeup free. Mm. I wanted to be bare and mm. not hold back, mm. right? And my sister and I separated channels. She then focused on what she was passionate about. I was more comedy. Yes. I, I really wanted to make my YouTubers feel like I can relate. Yeah. So I started doing story times and they took off really, really well. And one of the other elements was mukbangs. I started eating on camera. And then everybody was like, wow, man, this girl's really interesting. She's funny. And I was like, I mean, I've been new dad, but nice guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
so yeah, I just I just dived into it throughout the COVID period, and that's when my YouTube career took off during COVID. But what made you like make that point that I'm not gonna go into corporate? I'm right. not gonna go into a full time nine to five job. This is going to be my job. And how was that transition for you? So I actually did want to go into corporate. Okay. So I studied all the way to master's level. I've got my MBA. Yes, I, I know. So essentially, I wanted to be part of the marketing team. I wanted to get into that space. And the only issue was that I would get like small part-time jobs. Like I've worked for some of the best agencies right now, influencer marketing agencies, as a marketing assistant. And it didn't work out. And then I worked for a power management uh, firm. So being some feminine. Yeah. Like I was just, I was there. Yeah. And then that didn't work out but then i then went to go work for my dad in construction Mm-mm. and then he fired me then i realized oh and me okay wait Do, you're not just gonna go bypass that oh why were you fired to say so i was coming late to work man i wasn't passionate about it mm. um i think it's because i didn't know what i wanted to do i was good at school marketing but when it came to the real life world going to corporate nine to five all the spaces I was placed in, I wasn't happy. Yeah, I wasn't given the ability to really showcase my marketing skills. Mm-hmm. So I went to go work for my dad whilst I was looking for another job. Okay. And one day he walked in, I, I kind of moseyed in at 20 plus eight and you're supposed to be at work like quarter to eight, eight o'clock. And he was like, you know, it's funny because you think that this is your company, ne? Uh-oh. but it's not. So do me a favor. Why don't you pack up your stuff oh. and uh, don't call us. We'll call you. We'll let you know when to come back. And then I was like, I'm leaving. I don't need you. I got me. I swear. And then I did videos the whole time. Later on that year, I was making like three, four, five thousand rand. And he's like, what is this YouTube thing that you're doing? Tell me more about it. I swear. Okay. Oh, he fired me. Oh, and I want the whole world to know. (laughs) Like, guys, don't be confused. (laughs) That man, he didn't even, I didn't even get to write a resignation letter. I didn't even say I would like to formally with immediate effect. They didn't even give me a letter that, hey, you're not coming back. (laughs) I didn't get my UIF, my pension, my grant. I I got nothing. Now, listen, now you're fired and you don't have a job. So let me do this YouTube thing. And then when did you start realizing, oh, okay, there's money here? Because I think that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like there's some kind of security that I need to have in terms of, okay, I need to make sure that this this YouTube thing or the content creation or the influencer um, work is going to give me X amount of money every month. Then I'll do it full time. With you, was that the case where, oh, okay, I can see there's money here. So this is where I'm going to invest more of my time, you know, my, my talent, my skills. No. When I did YouTube, it was the passion mm. for video content creation. I knew there was money. And I knew that YouTube was a long game. So mm. I researched YouTube for a long time prior to jumping into it. Okay. And when I did the videos, I saw... Everything kind of taking off. Pella, we got monetized years ago. Right. Yeah, we got monetized in around 2016, 17, mm. my sister and I, because we had hit the threshold, which was 4,000 watch hours or 1,000 1, subscribers. 1,000 subscribers, yeah. And then automatically you get monetized. So when we split channels, I took the channel that was already there because she decided to start her own channel, do her own thing, whatever the case may be. So to say that i didn't know about the potential of youtube would be incorrect okay but i wasn't doing it for the money at the time okay it was just when COVID hit and everybody was just indoors all the time that people just started watching my content a lot more yeah and then when i got to 
the August, September, October of that year of COVID year. It was my first time realizing that I had made like six, eight thousand rand okay. from YouTube, and I was like, "Heaven, hey." <laughs> I mean, I'm rich now. I can move out. I don't even need you guys. I was like, you know what? Peace out. Um, it's okay. I don't need you. I've got me. Yeah. Me, myself, and I, my money. And then I heard about this thing called Vlogtober mm. and Vlogmas. Now, this is where you vlog every day during December right. and vlog every day in October. That December, you guys in January, when you are just struggling, scrambling. Oh, man. I made like 30,000 rand. I was walking around going... I won't blow it. Trust me, I got this. I'm being so this serious. Is, this is how I made my money. I mean, guys, you know, ish, I can understand that you guys are really suffering financially. Just know that tough times never last. Yeah. Tough people do. Here's 50 rand. Go buy yourself a six pack in Yana. Of, oh my I don't goodness. Know. You know what? I was like crip walking. January, me. And I'm sure that's when you're like, actually, if I invest more time, imagine how much money I can I can make. Oh, no, yes. I was getting the biggest piece of meat at home. Okay. Like, I was walking in there and I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want the, the leg. I want the thigh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and whoever needs some help uh, financially, okay. I won't be there to help you. But it, it changed the scope of things yeah. for me. That's when I realized, oh, no, man, I don't, I don't have to kind of work. I want to work on my YouTube. Yeah. And the thing about me is that I was very transparent mm. in terms of telling subscribers that, guys, this is how much I made. This is what's happening. This yeah. is how you can do it as well. I've spoken also to like a variety of, of content creators. Right. Um, with you, um, one may say, ah, but then, yeah, she's, you know, she's a now a full-time content creator. Right. But then over time, she has that backing of she could literally own her own business or, or even go back to corporate. Right. You know? <laughs> I've spoken to guys that have, you know, engineering backgrounds and right. now, now full-time content creators. Um, but let me talk about someone who actually just got out of school um, past grade 12. They don't necessarily are looking for the more academic yeah. skill, going to university. They want mm. to do this full-time. How important do you feel like it is it's important to have that background that you have, that academic background, or can you still make it even without it? Look, the truth is I advocate for education, mm. right? Like realizing how well social media is going. I, I, I never let that deter me mm. because essentially I wanted to have my master's. I wanted to go to school. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie and say that it hasn't helped me because it's kind of catapulted me into understanding how to market myself as an individual. Yeah. Now, I understand marketing from a corporate and strategic point yeah. of view, but also digital marketing came in. And one of the reasons that I studied so far was because a lot of my thesis and dissertations were involved around the importance of social media. Yeah. But then for me, it was doing it in real time, mm. understanding how to infuse that into my career mm. so i would never i would never advocate for people not to go to school irrespective of whether yes you can blow up and things can be great and you know you might take off you might be a tiktok star i think one of the the disappointing things is that a lot of people when they see their careers take off on social media they drop out of school mm. and anybody who follows me knows how much i advocate against that yeah you can still have that career, but just just have something to lean back on. Okay. Just then study what you're passionate about. Yeah. You like branding and strategy, then do yeah. st brand strategy and marketing or whatever. Do anything, yeah. you know? Because the thing is, a lot of people who end up in the YouTube space, they never actually wanted to start off as YouTubers. Mm. But then there are some people who want to be like TikTok stars and yeah. stuff. And 
that's perfectly fine. It's a career now. We've, yeah. we've showcased how this can be a career. Mm. But don't let that deter you from having some sort of background that can help push you even further. Yeah. You know? I, I would love for you to touch on that in terms of um, how YouTube or content creation has changed your life and how it has opened up more opportunities. What has happened beyond, oh, I just wanted to do, you know, um, story time and I just wanted to eat on camera. What else has changed? A lot has changed mm. in a good way. I'm not going to lie. I think the same, you and I, we have a similar experience where yeah. we started off on YouTube. I mean, you came out about your experiences yeah. and I was trying to find, I guess I could say, trying to help people get away from their current situations. COVID had affected people's careers, mm. their jobs, their mental state, yeah. their families, you know, people were stuck inside and people felt like you need a release. Mm. And when I did the story times, the element of it was to help people get away from their current yeah. state of mind. Yeah. So it's changed everything for the best. I'd be lying if I said that YouTube opened up my career in television. Yeah. And I never saw that coming. And right. it's, it started off as just genuine collabs with people. <laughs> you know, I would do a lot of sip and spills. I would ask them questions. I mean, a lot of the content that you see on mm. my channel, the questions, I come up with that myself. Yeah. I really kind of tailor it down to the guest that is there with yeah. me. And I want people, I moved away from the makeup space. I even did collaborations with people who are not in the makeup mm. space because I wanted to identify myself as a multifaceted, you know, my dad always says yeah. the jack of all trades, the master of none. Mm. I wanted to be a master of all my trades. Mm. I wanted to be good at mukbangs, good at story times, good at collaborations, just giving the best in what I do. And that's how maybe the presenting skill aspect came Correct. about. So it changed my life. Yeah. Um, it's still, it's still changing my life as we speak. I'm still very much devoted to the platform. Mm. I still identify as a YouTuber more than I do as a TV personality. Yeah. I still identify as a YouTuber over an influencer. And I wanted to remain that way for yeah. the rest of my career. You know what I appreciate about you? Yeah. Um, and I don't think I've told you this before. Um, wow. Is that the minute I met you, I'm like, oh my goodness, she's exactly how I imagined. <laughs> um, the loud laugh, no care in the world what people think about her. Yeah. She is just her. And that's what I love about you. You are so real. You're so emphatic. And that's, I think that's what your, your subscribers also appreciate about you. To be honest, um, there was one event that I went to, a beauty event. And at the time, I was still a small fish in a big yeah. pond. And it still hurts me to talk about, but it's one of the things that made me realize that I'm not meant to be in those spaces. Yeah. It was a lot of beauty influencers, beauty YouTubers, and there's a lot of competition where there's a lot of uh, condescending yeah. behaviors and natures yeah. around it. Even, even now, because when I went to that event three years ago, I'm telling you guys, okay? Mm. I went in there and I was like, you know what? Mm. I'm gonna have to leave here before I start using, you know, <laughs> profanities. <laughs> And I just felt so isolated. Yeah. Like, I think people thought, ah, oh, she's so loud. She's so crash. She's so mm. this. And as much as you're just like, I don't care. Mm. It hurts you nonetheless. Correct. Right. Yeah. So then I started moving into what I liked. And I yeah. found people like you, yeah. my tribe. I mean, you could have mm. asked me to do this interview in Pumalanga. Mm. And I would have, you know, I would have been on my way. Oh. So it's nice now to be in a space where I'm invited 
and I'm around people that I feel connect with me yeah. and I get along with you yeah. and we're in one house and it's going to be so loud but it's going to be two people Absolutely. who are just authentic and yeah. real with each other yeah. and I appreciate that and I, I still want to keep that element on my channel oh, okay Listen, you're going to make me very emo. Aww. You thought me a collab though, guys. guys you know what, listen. Oh my goodness. Okay, let us move along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be doing um, rapid fire questions. What's rapid fire? Ooh. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Don't okay. think about it. Okay. And the first thing that comes into your mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you prefer? <laughs> An expensive gift or a homemade gift? Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't make anything from scratch. Just go to the shop. Okay. No, 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 no. That, it's the thought that counts, but what I actually thoughtically thought about is that I want an expensive gift. Sorry. I, my goodness. I knew that was coming. Uh, anyway. No, they make you a cake and it doesn't even taste good. Uh, just go to Chateau Chateau. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, second question. Would you rather be... Um, oh, I know this uh, answer to this one. Would you rather be a master of one skill... Or be <laughs> a master in 10. Definitely a master in 10. Don't forget, guys. YouTube, team for I'm really funny. I'm also talented. And I'm educated. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, yes. Anyway. Okay. Uh, choose one. Oh, Lord. Um, winning the lottery or finding your soulmate? Oh, winning the lottery. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> Hey, no, in this lifetime, there's no need for soulmates, guys. We've already got a pandemic, and, and, and men sometimes can be the pandemic. So, you know, you know what? I cannot. Can we end this podcast? No, this it's is okay. It. 10 million or a man who's going to bother you three times a week keeps the toilet seat up. Sometimes we're going to have a fight about his phone. I'm sorry, dude. Give me the lottery. I apologize beforehand. Yeah. Uh, would you rather change the outcome of the latest election or get to decide the outcome of the next election? Okay, that's caught me off guard. No, no, no. The next election, obviously. Okay. You can just rig the boxes. Oh, the map and see this. No, I mean, I mean, obviously, if I could have it my way, I'd like elect myself. But you know, hey. hi, hi, hi. I make a good president. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm begging them. Oh, so that is why you're not. Um, last question. Pick one. Be the world's best singer or the world's best dancer. <laughs> I can. can I be the world's best comedian? I mean, Trevor Noah is almost a billionaire, bro. I feel like I'm funny. I could give Celeste and Julia a run for her money. You know what? I, I, it's very funny that I knew exactly what you were going to say before I even asked those questions. Dude, like, we've anyway, got the Mariah Carey's. Like, I, let's I get along. Okay. okay. Um, so there are, you know, teenagers, young people that are watching your channel. Right. Um, and I never realized this up until, like, I'll go to schools and I'm like, oh, my goodness, do you also watch my, your, like my channel? Yes. And you don't realize the impact that you have. Um, would you advise, you know, young people to venture into this industry? Honestly, and I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can, I, I would, but I would also advise them to walk in with caution. Okay. The younger we are, we're very naive, we're bright-eyed, hey. you know. Hey. We're seeing the good elements of social media, but the good comes with the bad. And we don't talk about the bullying and stuff that we experience mm. on the side. You, you can't just say one day, oh, no, guys, don't go on here. It's very toxic, whatever. You don't want to crush someone's dreams. But I would honestly advise people, 
get onto the space, but also it requires you to have thick skin. And sometimes it's not fair because mm. not everybody's as strong as us. Yeah. One person could get bullied so much and it could be fatal. Yeah. And I think that's the dangers of social media that scare me into just telling young women to jump into it because it's not easy. Mm. Even I've had my breakdowns on my channel. Yeah. I've cried. I've told people I don't want to do this anymore. It's yeah. not. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, so when I started sharing different aspects of my life, yeah. um, I, I, I guess to some degree, I did understand that I am really opening up my life to other people. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, no, this is actually for a good cause because people can learn from my mistakes. They can learn like a number of things from, from our story, you know, my yeah. husband and I. But I didn't realize that, hey, it can be uh, a little bit too much. Um, what I mean about that is that people don't have boundaries. No, they don't. People think they're entitled. Yeah, you know? I'm like, guys, I mean, for example, I'll just meet, uh, or let's say I'm having an important meeting right. with an MD of so-and-so. Right. And then someone just walks in, hey, no, I'm like... I'm in a meeting, right? Um, and then you trend on social media about oh she's very rude, and mm-hmm. or you get bullied mm-hmm. for one thing over the other, um, without people actually understanding the the dynamics or the the complexities exactly. or just the nature of mm-hmm. the relationship that you have either with your partner or the rest of the family. Exactly. Um, I've had to create boundaries over the years. Um, so one of the things that I, I'm, listen, I'm very, I've mastered this so much. I they wonder. know me already. Um, I don't engage. Ha! None. Me, I engage. I even no. want to tell Casper to open up the ring. Me and no. somebody needs to get in there. No. Here's the cast. thing. Because you know why I'm saying that? It's because right. I, people, I, I've actually realized that now, because they know that you are going to engage, they do it on purpose. They bitch. Because they know, but now, it's now not going to be concentrated on what they did but it's going to be a response it's going to be a oh now lady why did you no, do that lovey you say something i i, I see the comment i block Ooh. remove and block and then it pisses them off more no definitely i mean i'm from the east Rand guys born and bred and spread view so you engage i know me i said let's meet at the street corner after school it's after school whatever you want to say to me i'll sing is where i go to Oh. Doesn't it take more of you? I mean, obviously it did back then when I had nothing to lose. The thing yeah. is, these people are engaging with us because they Correct. have nothing to lose, but they know that we have everything to yeah. lose. So, yes, I've gotten to a point where I can't comment anymore. Yeah. Sometimes I just sit there, like, I put myself in straight jacket format, switch off my phone and go, it's going to be over tomorrow. Mm. There'll be another situation tomorrow. Don't engage. I, I've had those. <laughs> but I want to. I've had those. There's there's one thing um, that basically also motivated me in this just right. block and move on. Right. Um, it's it's the incident with Will Smith and and Chris Rock at the Oscars oh, wow, earlier really? this year. Um, and th- what Denzel Washington said to Will Smith that at your highest moment, be careful because that's when the devil comes for you. Yeah, that's true. Because every time, I mean, we've trended on Twitter, we have trended on Facebook. Yo. Like guys. Yo. People saying the most disgusting things. And I'm like, Lord, this is not why I started, you know, this whole journey. So I don't realize where this is coming from. And I'm not someone who's very malicious or anything like that. I want to believe like I have a good spirit. I love people. Yes. This is all, all, so I don't understand where I will get these attacks. But no, I actually true. realize, man, it's distractions. 
It is. It's distractions for you um, to actually get away from what you are destined or your purpose. That's so true. I know I'm going to, I'm sounding no. like philosophical and everything no, like that. But literally, I'm like, you know what? Right. I'm out. I'm not going to make I you mean, feel better. Nozzy, you know. Engaging. You know what happened to me this year. I know. You know that, yay. This year, I was like, hey, 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 it's getting hot. <laughs> I've seen people say the worst things about me. And to a certain degree, I had to sit and ask myself, Am I really this person? Because yeah. I, you know, you're seeing different falsifying uh, moments of me. Yeah. Where I'm involved in a certain show and like it, it, things are just being made to make me look like a bad yeah. person. And now you're sitting there because you signed the release form. Mm. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God. I think I was in a depressive state for about three weeks a month mm. and it, it was bad I, I it, it definitely landed me in in a very and bad situation nice in the hospital yeah. you know like your anxiety peaks and i think this year was that was the turning point for me that one do i really want to encourage people to jump into the space after yeah. i've seen what it's like Ish. to go through things like this i i don't want people to just think, oh my God, YouTube is the answer. Yeah. YouTube comes with its perks, but it mm. also comes with its cons. It's social media in general. Yeah. The, the criticism. I'm going to say this one thing um, that I heard. So there's this one uh, talk that T.D. Jakes did with Stephen Furtick. Right? Okay. T.D. Jakes says there was a point where he took his son. Um, uh, I just forgot the name of the place. Hey. But it's literally at the, the northern part of Africa. Right. Uh, where it meets the southern part of Europe. And literally between the two continents. Right. I think there's about 10 kilometers um, okay. between them okay so he says people can take like a ferry to the other side and all of those things so they took now the the sun up to the mountain to see both continent to see oh, the space so, sweet. so as they're going up the tour guide says you know what there's an interesting story about the monkeys right so the monkeys were jumping on the on the car right. he says um when the monkeys started migrating from africa to europe right mm -hmm. um the weather will be so bad that the monkey's mm. tails would freeze off. Okay. But here's an interesting thing. He says, when the monkeys now started birthing their own children, their birth baby monkeys that okay. did not have tails, because they're already accustomed to the weather there. They knew the environment already. Okay. Here's where he was going. If you get exposed to something long enough, you will freeze your tail off. If you get exposed to so something, something long enough, you will freeze your tail off. So so if, if you simplify it into grade four English, what he's saying is mm -hmm. if you are in the space, the space that we're in and there's a lot of like negativity, you will we're gonna freeze, freeze off that element of caring. You will freeze I gotta your read the Bible tail off. <laughs> is, that, is that change that changed the, the game for me forever. Can you imagine trying to convince someone that you've never met that you actually know I'm actually really a good person? Someone that you've never met. Yeah, I know. That has so much to say about you from little snippets that they can put together in their heads. You waste your time trying to convince them otherwise that, no, 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 actually I'm this person. I'm not going to do that. Freeze your tail off. Freeze your tail off. That's such a good analogy. I, 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 Naledi, I could never. Like, it hurts. It doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. I'm human. I don't want it to take away the humanness of the fact that we feel 
um, things hurt us. They do. But I won't give you the satisfaction of actually thinking that you know more about me than I do about myself. True. I've been through so much that you don't even aware of to get me where I'm at. That's true. I guess um, I come from a, a family of, of, of love mm-hmm. and communication. And a lot of the time when people have so much bad to say about you, you want to defend that. Yeah. You want to say, guys, I swear this is not the situation. But you're right. I think our, our careers have kind of edged us yeah. to freeze our tails off and focus on the end goal. And I think that's where I am. I think that's what this year has taught me. My circle of friends has become smaller. Yeah. What I engage with on social media has really been limited. Mm-hmm. You know, I just focus on what's in front of me and what I'm trying to attain. And a lot of the time before I got to the stage, before I got to the yeah. things have to hurt me for me to wake up, there yeah. was a lot of naivety. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, man, someone wouldn't do me like this. Yeah. Everybody's my best friend. And yeah. I'm just like, mm-mm, they do. <laughs> hey, Nanny, I love you so much. <laughs> Listen, before we end of the show, um, oh we're going to eat. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so you're saying what's the story behind the, uh, the sticks? When they came out is when my whole story time element was around and I really started eating salami sticks. I think at some point I started a little mini trend of like my subscribers saying we love salami sticks. Okay. I know. I'm going to love seafood. They're really good. Okay. They're not bad. Okay. And actually, no, it does actually taste like biltong. These are really good. They're healthy. They are? No. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I have nothing else to say about them. They're just really good. They're really tasty. Okay. Uh, last words. Mm-hmm. Um, where to from here, babe? Oh, my gosh. That's so good. I don't want to give away too much too soon, but I will tell you that in about a year or two from now, mm-hmm. Naledi will definitely be like an international household name. Yes, love you know, I'm excited about what... My career has in store for me, but I'm more so grateful to those who stuck beside me and yeah. said, keep going, keep pushing. Yeah. Now I'm pushing for every girl out there who's loud, has a very corny laugh, tells <laughs> jokes and stories and doesn't allow herself to fit into a box. Everything I'm doing now is, is for those women out there. I love it. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming through. Oh, this has been lovely. Oh, Thank guys. you so much. I did. I mean, eat that salami stick I though. will. But no, I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, babe. Thank you once again for coming through. Thank you so much for inviting me. That is where we leave it for today, guys. What an amazing, amazing conversation. Um, you can catch this episode and many others on wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. This this is Don't Hold Back, where we say it loud, a collaboration between Dachavela, Jacaranda FM, and East Coast Radio. My name is Nozivele Kamganamayaba. Until next time, bye.